Yeah, no, I love it, dude. It's so true, man. And uh, that's why, so, like, bringing it back to some of the cannabis stuff and all that kind of stuff, too, kind of full circle. Yeah, let's. Integrating kind of the shifting consciousness, some of the topics we've already discussed, like the shifting confidence, the acknowledgement of, like, the human condition ego, yeah. the the acknowledgement of our treatment of each other, species, interspecies, yes. Yes. planetary, like, you know, whether it's constructive or destructive, you know, um, you know, mutual sim mutually symbiotic or, you know not yes um what is the other one not mutual symbiosis but uh parasitic parasitic predatory there's predatory yeah there's so many different different like yeah. scenarios that organisms can can exist in and again i think that through cannabis and hemp plant medicine mm -hmm. these things i'm very passionately uh confident i'm, I'm passionately confident that that these things are going to shift you know the human paradigm in some very very uh significant ways yes and sir astounding ways i agree and, and it's like it's happening now and it's it's really amazing to watch like more and more i'm having conversations lately with people all over the world that are talking about and i never thought i'd be even having these conversations with different people from all over the world different countries and shit on this yeah. level yeah and they're all building regenerative economies and regenerative e ecosystems. So circular economics and like wow. you know, from regenerative farming to, you know, different, um, you know, monetary trade and barter solutions, all kinds of amazing stuff, you know, using natural building, building materials, but really just trying to regenerate everything that you touch rather than, yes, you know, sir. just even sustain. Like the term sustainability is like we're so fucked backwards that right. like we don't need to just sustain no you know sustain anymore. we need to regenerate we need to regenerate that's the shit and yes, it's sir. so true and, yeah. and like these terms regenerative farming and regenerative economy it's not just catchphrases it's no, literally sir. the theory behind yes you know how we can build these things better and indigenous acknowledgement is a big one yes to that yes i firmly believe and i and i it's one of the things that i'm kind of most excited about to see with again these emerging industries and in, of cannabis and hemp plant medicine and how we can take ancestral knowledge and start bringing it back full circle you know and I, it's so uh, fucking fascinating on indigenous rights and payment to natives mm -hmm. uh, i had this thought um told every cannabis organization I've worked for as well as pretty much everyone I've interfaced with. I haven't got anybody to do it yet. But what oh, it's I, on. Well, what I suggested <laughs> was this, you know, like, so everybody who's cultivating in California is on native land. Like 100%. Yeah. We're also at a point where I don't think that we can, like, you ever bought one of those Costco mattresses that you get out of the box that's made out of foam? Totally. Right? Oh, well, I haven't bought one, but yeah, I'm familiar with them. Okay, yeah. right. You can never get it back in the box, right? Oh, no, no. I kind of think we're at that point with, with, the genocide that happened to the Native Americans in that we can't really get it into the, back into the box as it was. Oh, no, no. But what I suggested as to all of these organizations, I suggested to anyone in the cannabis economy is mm -hmm. whatever amount of profit that you're making, donate a couple percentage points of that at least to at least. the Native tribe that is that uh, previously owned the land where you're profiting from and, and donate yeah. to, that to them to use for medicine or education. And just Honestly, imagine, I can't believe I haven't thought of that. Just imagine like, if every fuck? it just seems like the kindest and no, most so sensible smart. give back. Hundred percent. Because you're like, I live in Santa Rosa, so I need to talk to these Miwok people, and I need to like give them like X amount of dollars. Yeah. Because like, thanks for allowing me to make money here to you know by growing weed on your property, really. 
Yeah. You know, 100%. and that's a way that my only thing is I'd want to give it to like I'd want them to have a, a like I'd want to help establish a voting system so that it was as democratized a process as possible and that things were going into into you know coffers that were going to make a difference Word. because it is it oh, is yes, sketchy because there's a lot of a lot of corruption within okay. yeah, you know yeah. all policy and government you know what i mean and like very it's just so. it's sketchy out there very there, much so. there, it's it's you'd have you know, to have a way to make sure that it was going to education and or medicine yeah mental you know, health or mental health you know what sure. i mean or yes. again like yeah education different you know and again even traditional education like i have a hard time even advocating for education because again we were just talking yeah. earlier about churning out robots and i'm like yeah. what does that mean education does it have to be freaking I, you I, know yes uh, i aspire to a higher quality of education when i think about it yeah like, not the current system holistic current system, social education public school system is completely fucked yeah, dude. I mean, like, uh, just on the subject of psychology, like, my wife's going to school for psychology, uh -huh. which is fascinating and super fun when yeah. she's ready to fucking take me out at the knees about something. <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, it's fun. And yes. I love psychology. Like, we've you always been philosophical, to too, you know, and yeah, yeah, it does. Yes. But, but the, the, like, foundation of not teaching children about psychology and self-awareness and, like, yeah. self-identification and, and just actualization. Yeah is fucking the biggest disgrace to our humankind. Yes, sir. In history, in my opinion. Word. Like, it's bad. And, and like, that, that goes, you know, again, from indigenous on, it's not even referring to indigenous, but it affects the fact that we probably didn't teach, take some of those teachings, that those indigenous cultures were so much more rooted in the sense, the sense of harmony with their surroundings and figuring out how to utilize, you know, uh, their village. And it very much takes the village. You know, my buddy yeah. just mentioned today, he's like, you know, oh, my daughter, you know, my daughter's not wanting to listen. Like, she's just like, you tell her to go one direction, she's going to go the exact opposite. You know what I mean? It's like, and he's like, man, it's just like, if we had the village, it wouldn't be such an issue because, you know, auntie or uncle would always be there to like support in that way. And it's just, it's fascinating to think that, you know, because it I, is. I don't think it was done on accident. No, no, no. I don't think any part no. of it was done on accident. Yeah. yeah. Destroying the family unit, all that kind of shit. No. No. I mean, they I did it purposefully with the Native Americans. They. Oh, they, for sure. So we're going to do this thing. Uh, uh, you've heard of Alcatraz before? Yeah. Right. So um, one of the first, some of the first prisoners in Alcatraz were Hopi uh, Native American men. Damn, Hopi were, too? They're like. Who were imprisoned because they wouldn't send their kids to the reservation schools. Yeah, I was going to say Hopi are like really peaceful they as were, far as I recall. Tried, they were tried. taken from their land and imprisoned on the island of Alcatraz because they wouldn't let their kids get their hair cut and go into the boarding school to westernize them. Yep. Yep. Control, bro. Yeah. Control. Yeah. Control. It's horrific. It's so horrific, dude. Yeah. But I think in this knowing is where what I've, happened... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was Please. just going to say real quick, this is where I've told, and then I want to hear your thought. Um this is where I've told, you know, a lot of friends of mine that even are spearheading social equity, you know, movements and things like that in California through cannabis and everything. And then even other folks that, you know, are rallied for indigenous rights and are amazing indigenous leaders. I've been like, look, you know, it sucks because we're never going to even see reparations because it's so out fucking landish what has happened yeah. to these communities um, that that it's reparations is not necessarily you know even the focus it's like it's like yeah. it's got to be just solutions and shift in direction of like current again paradigm like wh wh where is it going i think we and where does stop it need with, to be like I mean, honored we, and respected yes and, and going and acknowledged we could, we could start like, with we're gonna snap just back ending targeting black people uh with the police 
right? We need to start with real simple shit of just like. Oh, and that goes for natives and any person of color. Very much so. Yes, sir. Very much so. I mean, we can start right there. And then I think that there needs to be, you know, maybe reparations is a word that's just like too heavily charged with history, but there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement and equity for communities that have been clearly uh, 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 destroyed or under attack, at least by institutionalized racism from the United States government. Yeah. Um, and it has to be talked about citizens. around every corner. And when I say the United States government, I, really? I mean primarily the FBI and the CIA, and then yeah. you know bleeding down into other corrupt law enforcement agencies. Because yeah. the, the FBI and the CIA have clearly uh, targeted communities of color since their formation. And you can see all of it. Um, you know, there's oh, several it's documented. Books that, yeah, that that have documented information X sources firsthand. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's it's foul, dude. I mean, it's it's literally it's it's to me. This is what I'm why I'm so passionate about within the regenerative things that I'm talking about is generational wealth building. Yes, because that's what has been stripped of so many of these cultures and communities. Agreed, and and ethnicities and everything else is literally the foundation of generational wealth you know and yes. and generational wealth building which is their land knowing how yeah exactly he's giving that, that is dude in petaluma land. he that dude the, that family right there in petaluma owns like two-thirds of the two rock area yeah see yeah damn that's crazy yeah <laughs> right oh I, man it's i think that uh the good news is that hmm. uh all ominous and dark <laughs> no but i <laughs> in think some ways I, I, in, think in many ways we're, we're heirs to uh, you know thousands of years of of trauma yeah for yeah. various reasons but uh what i was gonna say is i think the good news on some of this at least is that uh you know the abrahamic religions for the most part seem to have hit their high water mark and are receding yeah and in that recession there gives of space for uh philosophies and, and religions and spiritual spiritual systems that are more in tune with the actuality of our reality and the planet and nature and each other. Yeah. So I think that there is a possibility to get to it. We really need to, I think anyone out there who's listening, who's conscious really needs to make sure on a daily basis to do something, even if it's just smiling, radiating good vibes at a couple of totally. strangers, yeah. we all need to do something to directly put our hand onto the yoke of the world yeah. and begin to push it because we don't need the U.S. to posture against Russia over Ukraine and NATO expansion and Vladimir Putin's, you know, fears of of uh, NATO attack, as well as you know just Joe Biden's tripping out on on everybody for no reason. Like we don't need World War Three. We don't need war with China. We don't need war with anyone. We really need to. Oh, no. We really need to pull these military bases back and use that money and those people. Like why don't we have a an, an armed forces of gardeners? Why don't we have like navy seals of planting olive trees in every community and they just fucking come in fucking black hawk helicopters low and just and they they <laughs> half so of them low. repel out and the other half fucking parachute oh, out right so good. and they just land with fucking yes. olive trees and peach trees and they just start like fuck planting the yes. fuck out of these trees in the community and they get yes. all the cool shit the night vision goggles and they get the fucking come in come in right and they can oh, like Dude, they can like you know infiltrate what? Santa Rosa and replace like every non-food bearing tree in every median with a fruit bearing tree under cover of night, like the baddest motherfuckers, right? And then what if we had problems with other countries and we sent like the navy to just like go and just like land and drop just like mass amounts of food and 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 healthy medication and and what if we did that just for a year or two? 
What if that Bro, was our? If you did that for a year, yeah, for six months, and it, honestly, it would cost you less money than the freaking last football stadium they built. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's fucking real. right. And that's real. Imagine if like, we went into up. like so we went into <laughs> Afghanistan, right? And and let's even let's even go well over uh, well overboard and say like they dropped the Navy SEALs in to go kill all. The Al Qaeda guys, if that's real or whatever, yeah, they, yeah. they tried to get Osama. Like, so if there's 40 dudes doing that, right? They're taking care of the actual business. Totally, yeah. <laughs> what if the army oh had spent the last 10 years planting olive trees and apple trees and digging irrigation canals and providing, you know, like ophthalmological ophthalmological services, like eye services and eye oh, drops to yeah. children and yeah. eyeglasses so children could read? What if we had been in Afghanistan for 20 years helping the populace? How would they feel now that we were gone, right? What would what would be the on-the-ground reality if that had taken place? Totally. So I don't know why I started getting on that, probably because I'm high, but... No, I love it, I though, just wish bro. we had an armed forces of helping. It's I like, mean, that's, that's pre- the thing. It's like, where are our priorities? Yes. You know what I mean? I do. It's like, no, let me just go extract some more shit over here because I'm all extracted out over here, but not not like you don't want to give anything back. No. You don't want to feed back that system. No, they're just supposed to like, I mean, literally. And it's like, it's evident. That's why um, another great one. And then I love, because I love bringing up, you know, uh, good content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Kiss the Ground. You know what I mean? It's a it's a popular one. Well, that sounds really um, familiar. Kiss the Ground is narrated by Woody Harrelson. It's on Netflix as well. And it's about uh, soil. And it's about. Oh, wow. Re- it's about um, carbon sequestration and regenerative, you know. Uh, farming and the, and the importance of of our relationship with our soil and carbon. Right. Yep. And you should see, like, I mean, it's literally evident what we're doing to our people and our planet is evident, dude. If you just zoom the fuck out real quick and look from a from a macro scale, you know what I mean? Or I guess if you're taking photography, it's kind of the opposite anyway. But never quite understood yeah. that. But um, but if you zoom out and you look at the big picture, you know, you see land desecrating away and 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 de- you know and dying and becoming brown and and lifeless yep. and you see the freaking cities and the and the same shit happening to human you know to humans and it's like because we're not feeding back into these systems right. and empowering them right. and literally our our land is directly connected to our gut health and yes. our our plant health and and vegetable intake and things like that yes. and 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 meat intake yes. is based on the health of you know what i mean it's just like You're it's correct. almost very symbiotic yes you know right. and the fact that again we're not appreciating that and keep doing this f- ridiculous shit again like and that's where i think it snapped for me with the football stadium was because at one point i'd heard of the, what football stadium so just with uh, for an example the new stadium i, I want to say and i'm this is no like hate on football like yeah. i can i'll enjoy the super bowl whatever, eh, you know whatever. What i mean like yeah I mean, I, I will. I like with family. Cool. But whatever. I'm just wondering, what's the, is the 49ers? So, no, this was, I think, the most recent. I think it was the most recent Super Bowl the 49ers built. The one up the, is it actually in Santa Clara, but it was. Right. But it, I, I remember yeah. that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. How much did it cost? 18, $18.6 billion. What? The same amount as the freaking war in Iraq, number two. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like the same. Oh, like the cost. yearly cost, maybe? Just just what it was, yeah, annual. Like or wow. no, maybe no, I don't even know. It was okay. as as far as I remembered it, it was literally like the same number. What? Yeah. And I was like, and I'll have what to waste. I'll have to like look yeah. back on that. But either way, it's way too much fucking money. That's crazy. And you're just like, you could literally and I just remember hearing a number, maybe it was related to the war in Iraq and how much money was spent in a year there. 
or per year there while it was happening. I don't remember, but I want to say it was right about $18.6 billion was the number. And then the stadium cost the same. And I just remember hearing that that number could have fed, housed, and closed every human, clothed every human on the fucking planet for that amount of money. Like you could either, you could literally just go and give everybody a roof over their head, food, and clothing. Crazy. And fucking this is what we do. You know, it's just like. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see the shift and like see the the freaking conscious paradigm shift and it happening. Yes, sir. Because I'm like, dude, we got so much more potential as a freaking human race. And don't get me wrong, there's always darkness, there's always negative, there's always shit you gotta work out, and there's just always gonna be the foul stuff here and there, but I think, I think it's we just, can do better. Yeah, we can definitely do better. Well, if you look at every, every old, you know. And we'll get further. Every one of the ancient <laughs> like, megalith what? building cultures has ties to psychedelics. Oh yeah, right? Mm-hmm. All of those all of those cultures that were doing things that we have no clue how to how to Most replicate. Most of them did, yep. The vast majority. I think I, maybe in Peru there's not direct, even though, there's maybe not direct ties uh, archaeologically to all the sites with psychedelics, but there is, you know, the proof of every single uh, other. Well, just all, all the folks who still live there are still constantly doing psychedelics, and there is proof of the Incas uh, doing psychedelics and coca leaf. Mm-hmm. And then you know the Egyptians had the blue lotus, and there's possibilities of other uh, some hieroglyphics that are supposed to be ascribed to be mushrooms. And then you have like the. The Mohenjo Daro and the yeah. Hindu civilizations, yeah, yeah. and and they were tied to psychedelics. And then you have the Angkor civilization. You know what's crazy about the Angkor civilizations? Where was that Angkor? Uh, That's Thailand and Cambodia. Angkor Wat. Oh, oh yeah, Angkor yeah, yeah, Angkor Wat. Yeah. Um. One day when I was walking down to my greenhouse in the fall mm-hmm. to cut to harvest, mm-hmm. I I caught everything just in the light of the silhouettes and all of the colas. Looked exactly like the temple spires of Angkor Wat. Yes. You ever notice that? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, Craig Satori or Satori had that sticker way back oh, in the no day. Oh no way! Yeah, dude. He no had a way. sticker back in the day that was Satori, and then it had the freaking. It's one of my favorite stickers, Craig. If you're listening to this, or if you listen to this, fucking make that shit again, all right, bro? Because <laughs> uh, it's good, dude. <laughs> but it was basically just the sunset, um, a picture of a sunset. Very right. kind of like that, the almost like Japanese flag looking, but uh-huh. uh, like a high end, but that type of sunset look with uh-huh. the sun right in the middle, and then just a, a shadow of a cola, yeah. and a few colas in the front of it, but yeah. one of them, you know, right in the middle looked totally like that, you know, yeah. it's like, it's all, it, and they do, they they totally have that silhouette. Isn't that a trip? It's fucking trippy, dude. It's yeah. cool. I think they were smoking weed. Oh, yeah. I'm they sure. Have, they have one, of, at Angkor Wat, they have one of the coolest sculptures, too. It's... uh it's Indra versus the demons. Yeah. And they're pulling on this giant chain. Uh, and this like struggle is churning the milky ocean and causing creation. It's so cool. Right. After we I feel like I heard, I've heard that. It's just so yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah. I've heard, I, rem- I remember or reading about it or something. But so the majority of, of ancient megalith building civilizations have had some tie to psychedelics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even now they've shown pretty much all of them. I've watched these, I've watched videos where they show, through multiple, like the Babylonians, the Sumerians, in Gobekli Tepe, the Egyptians, in the South Americans, mm-hmm. they all show these like shaman priests with this particularly shaped bag. All of them do. Like really? there was this kind of like worldwide shaman cult uh, of like priest shamans that were crazy. And that was where? In what era? In ancient Babylonian art, ancient oh, Sumerian yeah. art, ancient Mesoamerican art, the art of Gobekli Tepe in Egypt. 
so all of these different civilizations Damn. have depictions of these men with these same exact little bags. Trippy. Trippy, right? They're well, like, so many I got that them. good shit in my little bag. <laughs> so many of them honestly did similar, like had very similar like encounters that again makes you wonder, you know, what kind of dimension or what place they're they're traveling to or making it to or whether it was aliens or whatever else. So we, right. we really don't know. Right. But there was so many similar communications that, you know what I mean, like yeah. um, that are just too coincidental with when people didn't have that, like, well, at least as far as we know it um, in Western yeah, you know I think I mean? like yeah. education history. Right. Is that, you know, right. or what we're told, yeah. like. <laughs> Is that yeah? That there was no way that these civilizations could have communicated in those ways. You know what I mean? Back then, to compare notes on Tahiti, but you know it's like. So I went went to Taha, uh huh, and I spoke to this Tahitian gentleman. We were talking about some stuff, and uh, he told me about the Samoan the Samoan tale about how they found the islands, and it was really two Samoans, Mm -hmm. an African gentleman. And a white-skinned, red-bearded star navigator. Whoa! In the canoe. And like, if you look, um, the crazy thing was this Tahitian gentleman told me this, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, "Trip out! That's crazy, right?" And just thinking he's, you know, being mystic and not really worrying if it's true or not, but just being like, "Whoa, trip out!" And then uh, when I'm riding on the plane home, I'm reading like the airplane magazine, right? And it talks about some artifacts in this museum in Samoa and the same thing about the star navigator and how no shit the Samoans have are, have legends of different races of people being together in the canoes discovering all the land interesting crazy right fuck yeah and then there, there's wow. still controversy Damn, but there is a chance that. that the chicken traveled either from South America to some the chicken to yeah to the Polynesian islands or the other way right right yeah and then the other crazy thing is, if you look at like the tiki's of, if you look at all the tiki's of like Samoa and the Polynesian, the Maoris, the tiki yeah, yeah, figures, yeah, yeah. they look exactly the same as the Taino figures. From, exactly the same. Yeah. From, no, beyond Easter Island. Right. The oh. Taino in Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Right. The Taino people. Really. Yeah. The Taino. Yeah. Ta- oh yeah. They yeah, have yeah, these yeah. little little deity figures that look one to one like tiki's. Totally. Eyes, hands, same exact thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty <sighs> sure that pretty sure we were sailing everywhere and like they were trying to keep the wraps on it with Columbus and the whole deal. But like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The easiest, thing to, prove, all the over easiest the place. thing to prove is is through, you know, DNA and and uh, through relics is the Vikings landing on the northern on the nor- northeastern most yeah. Yeah, co- yeah. Uh, edge and then working their way down into Newfoundland and all that totally. stuff. Right. So 100 oh, like, percent. They've been there. But then you look at the Olmec heads. Right. Mm-hmm. You look at the Olmec heads and, and the fact that they're most likely were African people that had sailed over here as well. And really, if you look at the two cultures, Africa was way more advanced and advanced in sailing than than Europe. God, and it's America. crazy to think of how convoluted our Western history. Is. And there's, and there's actually like, a current. Damn. There's a current you can get into from Africa where you literally float yeah. over to South America. Yeah, like yeah. You don't even need sails. Yeah. You literally just float over there. Yeah. Right. And I went so, and saw the, that? I saw the Olmec heads at the De Young Museum in San Francisco. Current. Yeah. I saw them. There are several of them there. Really? And there's ones that have dreadlocks on the back of their heads. Really? Yeah. And you can, if you scour the internet, you can find them. But I saw it. Fuck yeah. There's ones that have braids on the back of their heads. And there's ones that have dreadlocks on the back of their heads. Right. Damn. Right? Yeah. So what's that all about? 
because I haven't seen a single picture ever of a of a you know like a Toltec or a Aztec or a Mayan shaman with dreadlocks. I know I don't know that that would be their natural proclivity for their hairdo, but I could be totally wrong. I might be the next Joe Rogan right now. I might have just said the worst shit ever. No, if I did, I'm I, sorry in advance. But I'm just saying, no, like I think you're str- these Olmec heads. Some of them do look Mesoamerican, but others. Yeah. There's even one with a beard too. I mean, I, I guarantee we traveled. I mean, period. I mean, it's totally. evident because we know totally. that we all have all basically descended from the continent of Africa. Yes. So at some point, and I highly doubt it was just, you know, Pangea. Like you know what I mean? Like, totally. You know, any of that taking place, it's like there's fucking travel totally. and guaranteed somebody wanted to co-opt it for the sake of, again, historical power and control. 100%. You know what I mean? I do. And, like, there's probably so much freaking history that we don't even know and wouldn't be as privy to. But there is, yeah, a lot of evidence that's suggested a lot of that, too. But, again, does it get main freaking play? No. But it's like, fuck. No, there's been a particular particular perspective at play in shaping the narrative over the last few thousand years. Oh, 100%. Yes, sir. Like, I would love to just get to talk to the actual, like, um, savvy-brained freaking scientists that that discover all of these things—the anthropologists, the freaking yeah. you know geologists, the fric- you know what I mean—all these yeah. folks because they you could just and just hear their unfiltered findings of their like insights. fascination and insights from history of doing it and being taught yeah. by professors that taught them. Yeah, because all the you things know that don't make those release. Yeah, those are artists. Like they're artists in a way. Like they're yeah. absolutely communicating all of the tools and abilities and and past knowledge to further it. But it's all getting like you know snuffed down and filtered to make it to you know fit a narrative i'm sure it's just fucking amazing to think about sitting down thank you bro <laughs> sorry i was like i oh. do need some of that um yeah it's a, no you're good you're good i'm golden thanks bro um yeah it's it's uh just fascinating to think about what kind of amazing information would come out of those individuals kind of on ground zero of these right. discoveries right and how like really really game changing the unfiltered understanding the unfiltered of these findings are, yeah, would be so. you know yeah be fucking huge yeah. it's cool stuff yes yeah man we definitely uh have a glorious world you know it is a beautiful beautiful thing our world that we live in yeah. I'm I'm astounded every day. I'm astounded and amazed. Yeah, me okay. too. We're we're ensconced in a miracle. Literally, yeah. In fact, just, we even exist. Yeah, I'm just stoked to wake up. Every miracle. time I wake up again, I'm like, what, dude? Oh, wow. Yeah. One more. Yes. Yes. Dude, and then I drive around the city, and I'm like, uh, damn, there's so many people in the world. Like, dude, this is a trip. You've been like, to New York City? No, I've never been to New York City. Bro. So it's insane how big it is. Oh, yeah. Just unfathomable. And when I'm there imagine. staying like in Manhattan, I, when I wake up, I look out the window and I just trip because I'm like, dude, at like three, never mind whoever was working all night, but like right. at three and four o'clock, people just started getting up Fucking so crazy. and going to their job <laughs> and like the newspapers all showed up Hell, of and the bagels all showed up everywhere again and like all the taxis are there. And every day I wake up, I just, my mind boggles at how like many millions of people agreed to just get up and show up and do it again one more time. Totally. It's a miracle, yeah. that level of cooperation, really. Fuck yeah. Isn't that Oh, crazy? it absolutely is. It's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. nuts. Yeah. It's powerful. You know, <laughs> it was funny because that new Matrix movie came out the other day, and then I... I haven't, have you, did you see it? No, I didn't yeah, watch I it. it um, I, I didn't watch... I don't even know if I watched the third one, but my wife and I, I were like, like, should we go one. revisit the first one again? And I was like, I mean, 
at least that one. I was like, I don't really care about the other two, but, but I was like, we'll go watch the first one and then we can watch this one again. So we have like an understanding of the core of it. Yeah. You know what I mean, and we got, I don't even think we made it all the way through it, but, but it was just fascinating because they were, you know, essentially the idea is like the matrix is, uh, robots that have taken over and, uh, you know, um, basically feed off of human energy and then create human like yeah they run us like dimensions. batteries yeah run us like batteries and then create human dimensions to like do things and keep creating things and like it was just fucking extremely to keep intense. the batteries uh healthy because yeah, yeah. if they didn't have a somewhat real universe then the batteries would die spontaneously totally totally and Gnarly. it's a trip because i've always thought about like what how much energy we produce constantly driving walking moving right. freaking right you know what i mean like yeah and it's scary thought in a way especially if ai and technology takes over but it's just also like this is where i think consciousness has to shift with technology and and ai yeah and that's why i'm so adamant about plant medicine and, and about like mindfulness and integrating these types of conversations yes. that are very fucking real yes like no bullshit yes real yeah real fucking topic content like you know just yeah. deep shit real life shit and uh and yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I really do see it, see it happening. And I think it's super important because with those advances in technology, like we want to make sure that we're, you know, controlling whatever freaking uh, potential technology comes from, right. you know, even utilizing ourselves as energy, it's like that we're the ones doing it. And again, a holistic and like sustainable or regenerative manner, not yes. freaking, nice. you know, not freaking being like, yeah, plug me in, Bob, you know? Yeah, I fear for human beings getting lost in, into it, you know, and I mess with virtual reality a tiny bit. I mess with yeah. the computer a little bit, but I just really, I make sure to keep myself, you know, I'm firm with the yoke in keeping myself off because I, I have a proclivity to like video games and I'll end up wasting my time if I get into them. So I just don't. I mean, I'm the same way and like, same thing, like I've made it a point not to. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I bought one game for my freaking son's Nintendo Switch because I was like, right, I'm going to get Witcher or whatever. And I mess with it once in a while. But I played but rarely. Red Dead Redemption 2. I did. Yeah. Yeah, my friend had it. and uh, Which one? Red Dead Redemption Yeah, 2. Red Dead Redemption. It was like a, it was like a movie series. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't go crazy. I played it for maybe like an hour a day every few days or so. Oh, yeah, that's over great. Compared to gamers, I know. Holy over shit. about eight months. It took me probably eight months to solve the game. Yeah, yeah. Right? And most of the time, I just it was when I was working in San Francisco a lot, and I was working, driving, doing... Uh, sales management and shit right and so i would just come back after just being like in san francisco or just somewhere hard scrabble as fuck all day like doing weed stuff totally dude. and i could just get on my horse and i could go like right up into the mountains i'd go to like find one of my cool lakes yeah. i like you could shoot like, a freaking jaguar or i mean yeah, a, i could like mountain lion stand yeah, i could like fish for a minute yeah, you know it. what i mean i could fish for a minute i could like make a little camp yeah. cook my fish sneak over and like shoot an elk and then, like, totally. I'd be like, oh, I didn't even solve any missions fucking hours up. Oh, well, whatever. And then I was just, it, the Content. graphics are so good. Yeah. I totally got that little just stoke of camping yeah. and being in nature from playing it for, like, an hour. So for a minute I was into that, but then uh, yeah. I, I I finished that. And if, if there's not some incredibly compelling story at this point, I'm not really into ever doing them. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, too, at this point. And, you know, I but I enjoy that that whole concept. But it's crazy because, yeah. like, our fam that we're moving. So I'm going to be moving to Hawaii in yes. July. Wow. It looks like it's official. Yeah. And the uh, fam that we're moving over there with, um, their son is, um, oh, shit, he's, oh, man, is he 12? 
Damn, is he already 13? He's like about to be 13. Um, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, he's freaking awesome. He's such an amazing, amazing dude. And, um, and he's so great with Maddox and Maddox, my kid's five years old, you know, and, um, but he's got the VR headset, you know what I mean? Right. The, the, yeah, yeah. the new Oculus or yes. whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is so trippy. And like, you know, I tried it finally, uh-huh. you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. You know, I'm going to try it and check uh-huh. it out. And we let Maddox try it, which I'm very like, uh, you know, weary of because I just, I do not want him freaking being addicted. In the thing all he's time. already yeah. on too, too many screens too yeah. often. I feel like, and yeah. like, that's something we have to battle with in general because it it's is a battle just the way the world's going. And battle. we allowed yeah. him to kind of like for a minute there, he was really good at self-regulating himself, yeah. which he can still actually do. If you give him, it's funny because on his game days, we'll give him the ability to game for, for a while at uh-huh. certain parts of the day. Uh-huh. And most of the time he'll do it for a while and then just stop and get yeah. up and want to do something else, Yeah, which is good. But, um, but at the same time, like these VR type things trip me out because they're so immersive. And like I was in there and I was boxing and this fucking shit was yeah. like yeah. interesting, dude. Yeah, the kids it was have like, one of doesn't they look don't super ever, real, but it's they don't ever freaking. play it. But I have tried it. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. I I like it when I do it, but I literally have to try to like remind myself to remember to even do it, or I just space it. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah, but uh, the one thing I liked about that one is. There's a program called Tilt Brush. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. It's like a draw paint program. No, sweet, really. But it's in virtual reality three dimensions, so Sick. it's like a sculpt. So paint all around you and shit. It's like a sculpting program. Really? You can make sculptures. You can make pictures. You can make whole diorama scenes. Like I've got this thing where it's like you load it up, and it's like a weird little house you go into. Where you can, it's got little windows and you can look out of it. It's like a little tiny sh- hut house. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like an 800 foot tall tree I made with a crazy hidden nice. room in it. And there's this like cave of weird like rainbow helix snakes with a pulsing rainbow floor. Sick. And just all this. I just tried to make like a Ooh, crazy Burning Man theme park. That's right? cool though. You just get to make, so you can like shrink really? down the world. Whoa. You can shrink down the world super tiny, right? Yeah. And then make something like that tree and then blow the world back up. And all of a sudden you made a tree that's like 800 feet tall. Yes, And right. so you can create anything you want, and I did that. And then another thing I did is I made this, like, just a cool valley of these dark blue mountains at night and this trippy, misty, like, reed plants. And then you get all Sick. the way back into the valley, and there's a fucking uh, fuchsia fucking pentagram on the ground with flames, 666. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's like a cool spot you can go chill. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So I like that because Damn. of the creativity aspect. Yeah, yeah. Like the fact you're actually making oh, I art love that. and learning how to draw and manipulate things in three How does it look? Like, like does it look um, – how's the graphics on that? Its graphics are pretty sick on – It looks that, as good as your artistic level will allow. Yeah. Sweet. Like, if you're a real artist, yeah. it's going to look really fucking good. My stuff looks medium as fuck because I don't really practice drawing. Right. But it's still fun and it looks cool. And oh, like, so if so if you got in there and you could freaking paint like Malachi or like or like you know somebody like that, if you gave that, that you could thing actually, to Malachi, he would blow your fucking mind apart. Yeah, you'd be in a fucking world that Dude, was like. We can look what? again after we stop recording. We can look at just like I can just show you real quick like a tilt brush video of what other people have done. Oh yeah, no, I want to see it for sure. And you're just gonna be like, ah, and this is only version one. This isn't like version two. Oh shit! It's like slightly better. You know, my father-in-law is so anti. He's like meta metaverse is fucking gonna kill us all. You know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> fucking so anti all this shit. Yeah. But I guarantee, if I tell him about a program like that, he's gonna be all. I have to check it out. Like he even put the the we can we can check VR it out as soon as we're done recording. I have it. You really? can see the world I built. 
Yeah, it'd be sick, dude. Yeah. I'm all about it. I'm so down. Yeah. It's so cool. What? Yeah, I'm gonna check that out for yeah. sure. And then it's like yeah, it's cool. the brushes. It's not just like paint. You get like Damn. regular brushes, animation cell paint. Oh, uh, cords yeah, all of, kinds of different cords of lights, pulsating lights, fucking rainbows. You can you get a polygon thing where like as you pull away, yeah, it it, it makes a polygon and you can yeah, swirl oh, so you can make yeah. mountains or you can make cubes, dude. It's yep. ridiculous, ridiculous. Creative Wonderland. Yeah, and so yeah. creating, I like, you know, and yeah. and, and no, I love it the too. other thing I think that the one thing I think that VR has over regular video games is that it gets people standing up and exercising. Totally, no matter what the game yeah, is, you're standing up and you're doing. Dude, that boxing one, bro. Like I had to stop. Like oh, I didn't I even get knocked out, and I was like, or I didn't even knock the dude out. Like I went a couple rounds and was like. I think I had two two plus more rounds to go for the fight to be over. And I was like, after a couple of them, I was like, oh, shit, I need to exercise a little more. Like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, this is crazy. Wow, yeah. I, I haven't got to play that one yet. It took it out of me, yeah. bro. That shit is like, you'd get up and do that first thing in the morning. Yeah. And you'll be like, that was a good workout. Yeah, exactly. Because right? you literally almost feel like, you're, like yeah. your body tenses up. Oh, when yeah. you're taking hits. It's all so and it's real. Like, it fools really the kind hell of out of your brain. Re- yeah, you yeah. can actually, like, my buddy was like, dude, I straight up, my ribs hurt the next day. Like, That's also from pulling the punches back. And it will, probably yeah, works exactly. Yeah. 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 But that's great. And I was like, that's And then there's hilarious. another game where you, like, have these wands and stuff's coming at you. You, like, sword slash yeah, it all a, a certain way yeah. to music. Yeah, I didn't try that one, but everybody oh, that else was really did try it. Yeah, yeah. I just got those ones. I do them for, like, two minutes, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, that's super hot. Have you ever done that one? No. So it's like these red crystalline figures, uh-huh. and they're trying to get you. And there's guns and knives, or you can just punch them and break them. And they, I've never, yeah, I've never they only move when you move. Oh shit! And they move at the speed you move. Really? So it's like zoom, and you like you appear in the world, and there might be weapons in front of you or not, and you got to kind of look around and see if there's enemies. Fuck. But you got to look around without really doing anything. Cause you don't right, know where the guys are, right? And then when you and see you don't them, want to move, and you like, you see a dude there, and now there's a dude here coming down the stairs. So you literally have to like stop. You can stop forever; they won't move, and plan out what you're doing to like triangulate and move on them. And it is that's but, tight. But the thing that's is, actually like, kind of I cool. really like it. But, but after like, about five minutes, yeah, it creeps me the fuck out. Like I start to feel like trapped, trapped, yeah. and creeping the fuck out. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I have to stop. Yeah, because for a minute it's fucking good. Because it's real. I mean, I kind of felt like that in the boxing game. Even I yeah. was like, dude, like I can't. Like I'm in a fucking fight right now. I can't stop swinging, or I'm gonna get knocked the fuck <laughs> yes. out. You know, and I get yes. hit a couple times. You're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're recording. There yeah. is my lovely daughter. Hi, yo. You gotta go. Yeah, we the- love you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, wait, I want to get on there. <laughs> She'll, uh, she'll be on there when she's uh, accomplished something. She's playing the guitar right now. So amazing! After she has her first show or something, we'll have her on. Hell yeah! yeah. Does she do, like piano or any of that type of stuff too? She was teaching herself to play piano, and then oh, really? she just decided she wanted to play guitar. And then we put her in school of rock, and she had, was in it. Is in oh, a band, she was, huh? And she's also doing lessons. Sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. where uh, my mother-in-law Susie used to work there. She oh, plays cool. bass though. Oh, that's fucking baller. Yeah, she plays bass. She don't have to be down to jam sometimes. She's a good bass player if you wow. ever need one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she would love to jam once we're, in a while. We're always yeah. down. Yeah. She's she's freaking around. She used to jam with the Charlie Valley and the crew up in uh you know Charlie Valley band? No. He's uh uh 
construction cat up there, wow. but he's been okay. in been in a couple few bands, but his band is the Charlie Valley Band. But um, you know yeah. Randy, Randy from the Pond. Yes. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen his jams? Oh bro, yeah. Dude, those I, guys. I grew up on Sherwood Ranch. Wow. Like, I, that's where I. You oh, know what wow. I mean? Like I grew up out there with with all the back Sherwood crew. Like, dude, you know, they jam. Lydia and and freaking uh, Randy and those Linda guys. They get down. And, yeah. Yeah. Flying Tiger Farms. This is a. Uh, Ari, um, um, Ari Stefan, or yeah, Ari Stefan's brand. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably my favorite area of all Mendocino. Oh yeah, dude. Like every time you drive through there on Sherwood, you see like the elk so cresting gorgeous. the cresting the ridge, and it looks back at you. And right as the elk looks at you, the the yeah. bald eagle flies over the elk, and then the yeah. red-tailed hawk goes this way, and you're about to be amazed, but then you see a bear bust out of the manzanita and jump over a red-tailed fox, and you're just like, "How can this even be happening?" Like, every yeah. time I ever take Sherwood Road up there, it's just this, it's just this amazing wildlife show. Dude, it is, bro. It's really. I mean, that's where I started taking all my psychedelics. Oh, was out wow. on my ranch, bro. And it's like, wow. Yeah, any time, like I ever did anything, was just you know, yeah, it was out in nature for the most part. So nice. Like it actually took me a, a good, solid warm up period to get used to taking any type of psychedelic around other humans. Yeah. Like it was like hog farm and reggae at that time too yeah. for me yeah, that yeah. were like the, the starting grounds. And then it was like they're more raves and like that kind of stuff. But I never was like in a city setting. It was always the middle of the woods. Like I'd be the guy that like you get, you get me fucking good and high and I'd be out petting the moss on an oak tree <laughs> before I'd be st- sitting there yes. shooting the shit with you. Yes. I'd be like, you know, me too, just bro. having this like moment, you know, like it's just really bonding with the earth. Yeah. 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 Something Dude, one of my favorite ones was at Deep Creek. You know, there's this one spot at Deep Creek Hot Springs where the hot water pools off these granite rocks into right. the cold creek. And which and place is that? Deep Creek Hot Springs in uh, down in Southern California. Oh yeah, I'm not familiar. I'll with tell that. you off the air. Yeah. Um, but you can be in cold water to about your your nipples or so because you're right. kind of sitting down on this one st- stone bench. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. A feature of the stone. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how cold the water is because the water on your back. All the way down your back is hot springs water running down your back, right. right? And then there's this crazy iridescent green moss that grows on it. And I have sat for hours high as balls on mushrooms, just moaning and like rubbing the moss and like fondling the moss and, and feeling the water and just yep. connecting in with that entire system and just being a part of it. Yeah. It's it's one of the most blissful feelings um, ever. When it you really, really connect in with nature when you're high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you literally, t- I think, tune into that energy field yeah. on some level, and yeah. it does something to really like ground you. That's yeah. where, like, I've never really done sound healing, but I've definitely, I could see how it can, it can be tuning forks, even or any of that kind of stuff. To certain capacities, can have a very similar, you know, yeah. I mean, effect. Nothing to me like that actual experience, but like that vibration. We got a gong, a gong. We got a twenty-eight inch gong. Nice, really, dude. It. The way it feeds back and creates oh, yeah. harmonics I've heard and multi tones on yeah. it is mind blowing, dude. Mind blowing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It reminds me even of like it's one of my favorite things I think about about Burning Man and the epic bass that I experienced there yeah. is like yeah. it's something. And again, this is way like maybe left field and digression for that point, but it's that still this energy, and like when the bass hits just right. In some of those instances and in those experiences, it's very fucking similar to like this like crazy 
energetic like you're literally starting to experience that like energetic flow in in a different dynamic but but still very much you know what i mean very similar to the sound it grounds you into the earth and takes you over yeah yeah it's crazy i start when i'm high and that starts happening i start imagining that i can like jump into the air light on fire and fly around the world and heal everyone but it hasn't worked yet. Well, I'm like, just keep imagining it because in <laughs> yeah. my opinion, it's like, you never know. You it's never fun. know. Keep yeah. pushing it. You know what I, I mean? I do this one a lot of times. He'll be like, hey, I can levitate. And people are like, yeah, I'll be like, watch. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> I can't get off the ground yet, but I got like four ounces lighter just now. Straight up. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I love it. If you ever learn to, just so let good. me know because I really would like to levitate. Well, the only time I fucking felt like I was doing it was when I felt like I was dying on mushrooms one time. Oh, that's because I ate way too much, and and they were more powerful than the last eighth of mushrooms that I, or you know, more than an eighth that I had eaten. Yes, and I was like, yeah, it was bad. Like I had some chintzy shit, Uh, and was like, oh, dude, I'm so powerful now. I can fucking eat an eighth of mushrooms or an eighth and a half or whatever it was back then. Yeah, you know, it was it was fucking no, it was more than that. Actually, it was like, dude, it was like a few eight. I mean, it was like a fucking bag, dude, and. Yeah. It was like the the stuff we had had before was just so weak. You had to eat too much of it, and then I and I made the mistake of being like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna freaking just rock out this time, just like last time." And whew, no, like yeah, you know. And after you get sick, it just like magnified that's right so heavily for a while. And I just totally I had out of body experience, full on like one yeah. of the most like surreal experiences of my life. But that was the only time I levitated, and I don't think I was really levitating. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? But I really felt like I was, like, battling for my soul a little bit at that moment. I was like, this is not right. You know? That is actually, that's the best trip to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, dude, the thing is, is that, like, that forever shifted my... my, Yes, sir. My perspective yep on life does. in general yeah and just you know my connection with everything and then i ended up actually going inward and having a really great yes. deep badass trip for days after that but when i started to like trip and it was all in my head yeah but when i started to like ground in and i've and what's crazy is that i've never had a bad trip like that in all my times on psychedelics never i've I've literally held people while they while they were like, your face is melting. Like, you know, yeah. fucked up shit. Like, yeah. running from cops and shit. Like, yeah. not the experience that you want to yeah. have. Been High on mushrooms or acid or whatever else. And, and you know, in that experience, it was really powerful. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, okay. If, you know, like, I grounded in was like, just own the shivs. And you had, you're still in control. You're like, fucking, you know, find that. When you're, that being, you're being shown flow. your death in your death portal so that you can be reborn. Totally, and you can understand that you're you're an intrinsic part of a of a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's, a trip. That's why we need psychedelics, cannabis, and plant medicines to uh, help us unfuck ourselves in the world. You know, I've always said this about cannabis too, and it's yeah. like one of the most amazing things about cannabis, aside from the fact that naturally it brings people together from different backgrounds and different experiences and things like that. But it is the absolute epitome of a perspective connector to me. Yeah. Like it really helps us sit down, share perspective, usually from, I mean, look with alcohol, like alcohol makes people angry, aggro, frustrated, like egotistical, egotistical, super like reckless. And also their inhibitions and the filters that they've created for themselves in life and all their deepest pro social inhibitions often too, though. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. And a lot of the deepest pains and biggest weights are let go. Yes, you know, in a heavily inebriated state with alcohol consumption, usually in an unhealthy and maladaptive way. Always, like (laughs) it's not the one. 
There, there is no alcohol-assisted talk therapy program. No. No. Exactly. Absolutely not. And there absolutely could be a cannabis one or any other medicine, actual Agreed. plant medicine. Plant. Yeah. Like, MDMA-assisted talk therapy is in phase three clinical trials and about to be approved. And then really? we'll have prescription MDMA talk therapy in America. Really? Yeah. And currently there's ketamine. My yeah, friends are yeah, part yeah. of opening a ketamine clinic in Nevada City. Yep, I've heard about this. Yeah. So my buddy is super, super deep in the mental health world and would love to plug into any of that kind of stuff because he's absolutely convinced that this is going to, that the future plant medicine is going to be a, 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 you know, a combination of, you know, the understanding of psychology yes and the human brain that's yes along with you these both. plant medicines yes, and natural like for, again for optimal and healthy growth yes you need yeah. both yeah and the, the, that group that i mentioned i spoke with that uh that group in jamaica no, huh. so this guy omar thomas who i think will absolutely do a podcast with you at come some on point. omar yeah i love drugs Let's go omar no and and the thing is is that he's doing such an amazing retreat center there that is focused strictly on like uh the the appropriate journey for the individual yeah it's in jamaica the appropriate journey for the individual based on like you know um uh psychology therapy counseling they have everybody scientists counselors everybody on board to to really be uh um very thorough about you know about the actual like because it's meant to be a, a you know retreat but um rehabilitation center too so it's to go there mostly to support it started you know and is mostly focused on supporting the indigenous jamaican community and and everything that they do business wives gives back to the jamaican community in a major way wow it's really really cool. cool and he's just like such a such like a cat that that is doing something amazingly right nice and he's very humble in that nice but but very you know doing something very effective and efficient and i feel like is that is the future of of medicine and like to help people through the the you know life processes and like I, we did it all on our own naturally but not everybody's equipped for that well there was you know a mean? lot of casualties because of that yeah totally. i almost i almost totally. called the cops on myself when i was having a experience of the christ consciousness and going out of my body dude yeah because i was definitely for sure i wasn't jesus and so i was pretty sure i was having a psychotic break yeah, and I was able to be saved by talking to one of my friend's moms. I probably See? told the story a million times. Yeah, but uh, I don't. But yeah, and I think I, I was just to. an example of somebody who got really lucky, and then I had an elder to call and check in with. Yeah, because if I didn't, I was going to call nine one one, and I was going to get you know, and then it was going to be a horrible experience all from there. Most you're gonna spiral. You're I was going to get picked up by the ambulance and taken to a mental hospital, and probably shot up with Thorazine and told I was crazy, and then probably given some sort of psych meds, and and it, that that happens to a lot of people. Yeah, you know, because it's hard to reconcile. You start getting direct messages from you know the internal being of your body, and it feels like God talking to you, and it's telling you that like the Earth is a spaceship home for all of us, and we need to protect the life support systems, and every single person you see is a member of your family, and you need to share with them co-equally as if they were your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother. Totally. And and violence against each other is wrong, and we need to be working again and sharing together to, totally. to heal ourselves and to heal the planet. Yeah. Well, then it's obviously crazy because none of that shit's on the news, dude. And, like, you know if you go, you're go, you going to go outside at, like, oh, 1.30 in the morning and tell the cops you're definitely getting rolled up. So you might as well just call 911 and be like, shit, I popped um, my brain on acid, yeah. dude. <laughs> Fuck. I am totally insane because I think we should all get along and share. Dude. Fuck. Oh, so real, though, bro. 
You know That's what's why crazy? I want all the chads to do it, like all the business chads to do to do acid. I want all those big watch guys to do acid, and I just want them to cry and Bro, reconnect honestly, with their own love and just fall in love with helping the human race to survive. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I agree. I agree 100%. I said, honestly, if they do the right amount of freaking cannabis, edibles even, like that's another thing that I that I can appreciate about the Damn. regulation of, yeah. of plant medicines and things, or not yes. the regulation, and I don't like that word, but the like the monitoring and, and proper dosing, dosing yeah, and, and like scientific, like, you know, compatibility yes. metrics yes. with the human and human body or their or their psychological condition to yes. be c conducive to to support and help not to, you know, not to, you know, cause them to any harm or pain. Yes. And that I'm fascinated on this. Edibles on the have caused me a lot of harm side. and pain. Sammy. Fucking me too, bro. <laughs> a lot. Like literally Christmas this year. <laughs> I fucking ate a 30 milligrammer, which is a lot for me because okay. I'm like a 10, you, you know, don't use 15 that much. max. Five, you know what I mean? Is like uh -huh. chill, perfect, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. One to one, yeah. five, five, ten, ten, great. That's yeah. ideal for me. But, but this 30 milligrammer, and it was like, you know, traditional market, freaking stocking stuff, or, you know what I mean? Like oh, a little no. homie hookup. You 30 know, it was milligrams just, was like, are 300. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, fucking, what was that? I don't know. You know what I mean? And I just freaking uh. was like, so toast, bro. That, that, what's crazy is that those experiences on, cannabis have actually edibles have actually been some of the only ones where i literally thought about either calling like yeah. cops or hospitals which is crazy to say they're I'm, always i'm an absolute cannabis advocate but they are through just and through. scary when you overdose on the edibles yeah yeah absolutely i always think i'm having a heart attack or a stroke and i'll be having like the most pleasant amazing psychedelic voyage and, and yeah. every like you know 45 seconds i'll also be like oh yes but I have to remember that I'm dying right now. <laughs> your heart's like palpitating and you're yeah. like, yeah. It's like, I'm definitely going to fucking have a heart attack right now. I can tell. <laughs> Even though I've never had a heart attack, I, I can totally tell that right now I'm about to have one. Totally, dude. For hours. It's crazy, right? Like, yeah. that's what I want to isolate, whatever that is, and and figure out. Like, if I, and I do work with an analytical lab or yeah. two, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, really care about that, that, again, the science side of it. So it's 5 hydroxy but, metabolite. Right. That's the one that creates that. Because your stomach Feeling? turns THC into 5-hydroxy metabolite, but 5-hydroxy metabolite is like 25 times more potent than THC. No shit. So it's just a... So is that just, what's increasing heart rate and everything? Or like what? Because Or is your heart be. rate even increased? Or I don't do you think just, it is. Or you, do you just I don't think feel it is. that way? I think it's all... Like, like it's all in your mind. It's all in your mind, That's bro. so crazy. It's all, literally the oh worst one God. I ever had. Actually, I believe I, it is too because I calmed myself down. I thought I was like, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. So I I ate a hash brownie with my friend uh, with my brother-in-law Trevor, and yeah, my house in Mendoza is a two-story house, right? And his bedroom right. was downstairs, and the bedroom right. I stayed was upstairs. And bro, for at least six hours of the night, I was for sure I was having a heart attack the whole time, until I finally talked myself down from not having a heart attack, mm -hmm. and I just laid in bed still the whole time, right? Tripping balls, having a great time, except for the part where I'm having a heart attack and dying also. <laughs> and by the time I convinced myself I was not having a heart attack, uh, I was definitely for sure that I was going to have a stroke because of how much I was tripping on having a heart attack all night. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I spent about bro, three hours. Levels, like, bro, the I spent about three hours for sure that that heart attack trip out that was definitely not real was definitely for real going to give me a stroke for real. Oh and so then God. I get up at like eight in the morning. Damn. And I go walk to Trevor's cause, uh, down to his room because we're supposed to start working that day at 9. And I just like, I'm like. You're like, bro. I'm like, bro, I don't think I can do it. I got to sleep till at least 10, bro. Like, I didn't sleep all night. He's like, 
I didn't sleep all night, bro. I thought I was having a heart attack all night. <laughs> and I just started busting up laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, all no way, bro. I'm like, I thought I was having a heart attack all night, bro. I'm like, why didn't you come up and get me? He's like, oh, dude, stairs, no way. He's all no way, bro. He's like, like literally, why didn't you come down and get me? And I was like, dude, I forgot I could get out of bed at all or that you were yeah, here. Yeah. And so we literally out of my own freaking we ate body these hash brownies and we were like 20 feet away from each other on two different levels just and couldn't save each other. Both of us stayed up all night for sure. Dying. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. No, dude. It's so fucking. That's crazy. Yeah, that is funny. It was funny. Dude, one of my worst experiences was at a buddy's house for the first time. Well, it was my wife was staying down here, actually, where we ended up getting married. OK, at the very property we ended up getting married at okay. here in Forestville. And I came down, stayed there, and and he gave me just a, a, a pot candy that was, again, like, wait, he's a full-on everyday stoner. Like, gotcha. at the time, he was, like, taking dabs regularly and shit. And I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, we're good, you know? And then I freaking, I go, and I I eat a fucking pot candy. And it was my first time at his house. And Cassie passes out. I pass out. And all of a sudden, I'm, I mean, I, I'm laying there, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm high as fuck. And, like, just colors, journeying, oh. like, having an amazing time. Nice, though. nice. But at the same time, but then I started getting that same freaking feeling that would, you know, come in stronger once in a while, and then I'd oh. relax, and I'd be able to focus on the freaking awesomeness. But, bro, like, and then I couldn't, like, I couldn't, f- f- I didn't know how to turn the TV on. It was just like static ants oh, on the TV. God. And I didn't know how to turn it off or on. I didn't know what any of the stuff was. <laughs> oh, it no. was like very frustrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and honestly, the last time when I just on Christmas got a little too freaking lit on that edible, I didn't even want to watch something. I was yeah. like, I don't even want to watch anything. I can't even like watch something right now. <laughs> I was like, it was so fucking classic, bro. And I'm like, oh God, here I am. And uh, anyway, that experience, and I had to drive back to Willits <gasps> the next day at like eight in the morning, bro. Oh crap! Yeah, and I fucking wake up at a spot. I've been up all night, couldn't sleep with the shit. This fucking ants racing on the freaking TV all night. It was the worst freaking oh, experience ever. Yeah. And then I have fun. to literally get up and freaking go to Willits at eight thirty or whatever it was the next morning, and I was like, still fucked up. I was like, this is not gonna, not gonna, this is oh, not shit. ideal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not copacetic. Um, yeah. Need to say it. I could do that again. Made sure I'm gonna eat edibles now. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I do like clearly <laughs> dosed edibles. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. I also do that. The first year I judged for Emerald Cup, I judged edibles. Mm-hmm. And my friend Lisa Austin gave me my edibles oh, bag at her Lisa, house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lisa and Gary. Yeah, yeah. She gave me her bag of my bag of judging edibles at her house in Laytonville. Right. And we, she's like, dude, check out these nuts. They're totally just CBD nuts. You don't even get high. They're like really good. Like here, try these. And I was like, oh, these are fucking good, dude. And we ate like half a pack each. Uh huh. <clears throat> and then I had another pack of them in my judging thing. And I was like, oh, these are so good, dude. And I just mouthed the whole thing because they were CBD nuts, right? Yeah. And so now I'm driving out of Laytonville. It's like, what, 30 minutes to Willits? Yeah. About. Yeah. And I get to Willits, dude, and all of a sudden there's like, it's daytime. And I'm seeing like these, out of the corners of my eyes, I can see like these rainbow flashing like feathery fractals. But if I go to look at them on either side of the road, they're not there. You're all what? The but it's fuck? like I'm like tra- it's like I'm it's like space time starting to become like jelly, and then Lisa calls me. And I'm like, whoa, dude, hey, what's up, Lisa? And she's like, hey, so those edibles that we ate were 450 milligrams each, and I was like, okay, so I ate about half of one and a full one of the other one. Okay, that's probably why I feel like this. I'm gonna Thanks. drive 45 miles an hour all the way home. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed, dude. <laughs> She's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. 
fine. <laughs> I hung up. And I did. I got home and I did go like 45 miles an hour. And Guaranteed. I was just like, oh 100%, my God. Same shit, yeah. Oh my God. Like, whoa. It was psychedelic. Dude, yeah. And that one wasn't actually so bad. That one wasn't so bad. That's good. Yeah. That's good that that wasn't that bad, too, because that's like, fuck. It's always the worst when it's unexpected. Like, it's bad enough when you know that you're going on a journey. You know what I mean? And it's a, and it ends up a real journey. Yes. But when you don't expect it, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're like, you I know? was not planning for this. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they're worse for that reason. You know what I mean? And that's where, I, again, I'm super behind, like, you know, uh, dosage. And, and that's why I'm also behind, like, consumption lounges for smoking. And that would be great. Consuming yeah, in the way that people, is, is actually. Do it healthy. Well, yeah and, yeah. and honestly, that's actually healthier when it comes to, you know what I mean? Like, you've really got to monitor and limit you know, travel if you're going to be serving edibles and con other consumables yes. because it's just, it's just safety. You know what I mean? And like, those yes. are, those are all considerations that, yes. and one reason that again, that I believe consumption needs to be uh, allowing smoking and vaping and whatever the cool else. The thing about because, San Francisco is they have you know, consumption lounges and they have dude, such a pedestrian friendly culture. You know what I mean? So you can like, it's almost like that Amsterdam feeling where you can go in and like eat and allow eat to eat it. They do have consumption in San Francisco now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? They have for years. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just not all look. the clubs, but just they've had the ability. Oh wait, to, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Barbary Coast is the first one I really remember going into. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to my my friend Barbary Menica Coast. Menica used to Mogreens. sit on the, on the city council there, I believe, and she probably oh. was around at that time. I need to talk to her about that because we just can, uh, you know, help clients um, secure the first two consumption lenses here in Sonoma County. Oh really? But not for but not for smoke and vape. That's not they're not that's not Ooh. being allowed yet. Yeah, it's. It's for it's for consumables, uh, you know, oh, other consumables, wow. edibles, things like that. Is it gonna, they're gonna, is it gonna be all hammocks? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's dude, that's <laughs> what. Like, but we're dude. like, yeah, we can definitely like I want to make that happen, hammock, but it's got to be like real. Like, yeah, you got to really understand dosing and yeah. start really low and microdose, and people really like. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to have, have cots your and have like your deal line with, them up. Yeah, have your deal with Uber, you know what I mean, or whatever. Oh, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Get smart. people yeah. freaking just easily yeah. out of there to wherever yeah. they're going. And, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely make it comfortable, loungy, freaking, yeah, That'd straight up, just chill. But, but I think that, um, I think that I'm like, to me, yeah, consumption, smoking, like, is absolutely the better consumption model all, the, all across the board. Yeah. You get less high for less time. Yeah, and yeah. you're it's more of a social experience. Very much so. You're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Period. The drinks like, are kind of nice. Yeah, the drinks are the yes. light THC yes. drinks because you get that kind of it gives people it. that barry feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I know there's people like that. And if you keep it, honestly, I think one of the biggest things is keeping the balance with CBD THC. There's something about that that keeps people yes. a little more Agreed. like even keel. Yep. And helps to you know, uh, whatever it is, bring you back to that homeostasis yeah. that CBD is so well known for. And then every consumption lounge you have a poster on the wall that just says, "Hey." If you think you're dying right now, you're probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're yeah, you're definitely to not. The, talk, it says yeah. talk to the staff. Go to the meditation room, right? You know what I mean? Hey, am I Just dying? There, everybody be in there. Like, uh, like hey, am know. I dying? Uh, kind of looking up and down, like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Would you like yeah. another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're dude. I think we've been going for two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Has it been that long? It has. Damn. Yeah. It, you're fun to hang out with, and, and we're talking Dude, about interesting I love stuff. You, buddy. I yes. think. You know, no, I love it. Write in. Let's hear some comments. Be like, no, you guys are actually not so great. But anyway, thanks for two and a half hours of our life. <laughs> Can we have it back? Um, Straight up, dude. I'd love to have you come in and do this any other time. 
Dude, I'm right. super down, bro. And I'm yeah. down to keep it more focused. Like I was excited to kind of chop, don't have to chop to it up to for different shit. Focus on what? You, want. you know what I mean? No, this is we yeah, did. We actually this. did the, the work. That was what we were supposed to do. We got yeah. we got a new writing on the wall. Yes, yeah, we our... talked about the universe. We talked about psychedelics. We talked about alternate timelines of history. We talked about permaculture. Yep. Yeah. We talked about true. community. Mm-hmm. We hit all the bases. Yeah, we talked about fucking history, indigenous culture. I mean, amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I we're... agree. I love you, buddy. I love you and too. Super Sammy. appreciate you, dude. Like, this thank you was for awesome. coming. Uh, would Definitely you like to down. give your social media, any Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or website information? Yeah, absolutely. So Sam De La Paz on um, on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, it would just be at Sam De La Paz. It should be um, D E L A. Oh yeah, sorry. D E space L A space P A Z. Or on those, it's probably ran together. D E L A P A Z. Um, on Instagram, it's risewise underscore canna connector. Um, and uh, I have a couple of other ones. <laughs> risewise. I'll, I'll, what I'll do too is yeah. I will have you, uh, if you don't mind, text yeah. me like a little bio or whatever you want me to put for a bio. Totally. And then any yeah. social media website links. And even if it's other book links, like whatever you want. Totally down. You have a little section to be like, here, I'm Sammy. This is what I'm into. Yeah. Because yeah. that way, if people like us talking, they're like, what? Damn, I like Sammy. Oh, Sammy likes these documentaries and these books. Right. Absolutely. So it's a real portal for it to be able to share information with people because I think that's important. No, I love it. And to keep those like conversations continuing and then if yeah. somebody's interested and they want to freaking speak exactly. more and everything else, you know, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So um, and then the Origins Council, um, again, I'm a regional council seat on the Origins Council. Um, I'm one of the two uh, regional chairs from Sonoma County. Um, I sit on that board with Joanna Cedar uh, from here in Sonoma County. Um, amazing, amazing family. They're doing great things. Please support the Origins Council if you care about the industry and legacy, you know, lands and, and preserving our culture and our and our kind of uh, geographic heritage here and our and our cultivation heritage here. They're amazing. But um, but uh, the Hessel Farmers Grange is also super fun. Local granges and the California State Grange we have gotten on board to support us, It'd which cool is amazing. Talk about so, granges next time. Yeah, I would love because it because the grange system great is really interesting there. and I th- and and really advantageous for the community. And I don't think yeah. a lot of people really understand what it is. No, they don't. And it's the o- oldest agricultural organization in California and wow. probably one of the oldest in the U.S. Um, yeah, super cool stuff. And uh, I work at the Four Two One Group. And What's the, uh, the website or something? Yeah, www.421.group. Uh, we have a sister company. Um, so 421 Group is a cannabis, a California-based cannabis consultancy, and we do uh, government re- of uh, government affairs, public relations, um, uh, public affairs, and, and uh, licensing and compliance. So licensing we, and compliance consultation services. Yeah, we really, to put it simply, 421 Group is cannabis navigation services. We just help people with everything. Word. Uh, cannabis, you know, we focus on, right now we're focused heavily on market, um, you know, market access. Okay. So advancing juris, you know, uh, 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 more jurisdictions for consumption Word. or retail. Okay. More market access for awesome. our oversupply that we're seeing here, which is really just a limited access to market. Yes. Because we usually would be going to the East Coast with this shit. So right. it's just classic, you know what I mean? It's this whole paradigm, but. Um, 421 group and then they're nonprofit, uh, or I mean, they're, uh, we have another entity sister company that supports, uh, nonprofits and government agencies and stuff. And that's commission.group. And they do some amazing, amazing things for community vitality, economic development efforts, and, and really work with nonprofits and municipalities and stuff like that to awesome. facilitate really great. 
projects. So excellent. Yeah, good stuff. Sorry, it's a yeah, long-winded so, no, uh, no, summary, no, no, no. but yeah, a lot reach of out, reach out to Sammy if you have any yeah. questions about any any of the above. And like Thanks I said, we'll, we'll also post that on the on the show link. Yeah, and at Risewise on other stuff like Clubs Clubhouse and and uh, I have at Risewise on uh, on some of the other socials. So and that's R I Z E W I Z E. Risewise Clubhouse still happening? Yeah, Clubhouse is still okay. happening for sure. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll check in and I'm like. Uh, Maybe I don't follow the right people, or I don't know. It's, I've, it seems like it, it's for me. It's veered from cannabis to like just wacky shit constantly. Yeah, the algorithms have gotten super whack too, and it's uh, like if you didn't stay up on it, then all of a sudden like, I didn't like subscribe to any of the groups I liked. Right, that's part of it for sure. Following the clubs, you know, following the administrators of those clubs and putting an alarm on. It's just like this whole thing uh, that I think a lot of people didn't do. I'm able to find it only because. Enough. Well, it's honestly, I, I'm not either. And like people just ping me or, or like hit yeah. me up and say, I'm going to do this club yeah. and I'll try to make it. Well, we are actually trying to do some regular ones on community engagement cool. and, you know, government relations because it's important. Like yeah. these are emerging industries that are moving forward in the regenerative economy. We have to engage policymakers and we have to work from a grassroots level. And that's just all there is to it. Yes, sir. So takes both thank you for coming sammy yeah, that was really appreciate good. you bro yeah i love you Big very much time, that man. was fun i love you too that was okay. fun awesome. i can't believe it was that long already bye everybody out there peace out y'all